You know what I hear from all this? What? You used witch powers <laughs> to make sure that nobody else was able to get through but no, you. Yes. No. Hello. Welcome to a very special edition of Guide to the Unknown. I'm Kristen. And I'm her little brother, William. And we have a different episode today. If you're watching on video, you may notice that we are in a car. If you're just listening, our audio might be slightly different because we're mm, on location isn't quite accurate. We're on our way home from location. Yeah, we went out into the world again. Yes, we did. And we went to the same place in the world that we did the last time we went on location. We went to the Paranormal Books and Curiosities Shop in Asbury Park, New Jersey. Yeah, a while back, Kristen saw that they were going to be doing a seance there mm-hmm. and uh, got us tickets. We just went. Yep. We have now been to our first seance ever. Yes. Um, and I think we had kind of an experience. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Some of the focus of talking to spirits was uh, uh, pointed at us. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah, a decent chunk of it, I would say. So I think we're going to talk about some of our experiences Mm -hmm. with this. Um, uh, Maybe our own individual points of view. We've also explicitly made sure not to talk to each other at all about what happened after leaving the table. No, we did not rehash. So we're going to kind of be rehashing this together for the first time on this episode. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm really curious to hear what Kristen has to say. Curious to hear what William has to say. But before we do all that, Mm -hmm. uh, we want to remind all of you that if you enjoy Guide to the Unknown, uh, please be sure to follow at GTTUPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to stay tuned to our little world. You can also join our secret society by going to facebook.com slash groups slash GTTUPod. Mm-hmm. And if you had done that, then you would already know. Yes. If you don't already know, we're going to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. We have merch. That's right. If you go to tpublic.com slash user slash GTTUPod, you will find all all manner of merchandise with the Guide to the Unknown podcast logo on it. So we have t-shirts, we have hoodies, we have baby onesies, <laughs> we have tote bags, coffee mugs, travel coffee mugs, we have pillows, we have pins. It's very, very cool. So if you go over there, you can get all kinds of merchandise. Yeah, absolutely. We even just ordered some stuff ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, for the first time. It's going to be the first time that you can get Guide to the Unknown mm-hmm. on your stuff. So yeah. go check that out, tpublic.com slash user slash GTTU pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, we really hope that you enjoy what's in there. A lot of you have asked us for merch. Yep. Uh, and consider this sort of like the greatness from humble beginnings. We yeah. want to fill that store with a bunch of like interesting mm-hmm. stuff to start it's all the gttu logo yep rep rep the club <laughs> rep the brand rep the brand we already have a whole bunch of orders which is yeah, really, really really awesome cool. i'm so excited to see this stuff in the wild on people or in their homes or whatever so get into it we would love it if you loved it <laughs> yeah that'd be great yeah um, and also go to patreon.com slash gttu pod if you donate at the four dollar or more per month tier then you get a monthly bonus episode as well as little extras and stuff for example This episode we're about to tell you about, we've been keeping secret, but we went live in that Patreon or on Patreon 
on the way to the seance with me driving and William just talking and filming, telling everybody over there, hey, guess what? This is what we're doing. And some preliminary thoughts and like predictions. So you get a little sneak peeky. Yeah. So we do just stuff like that on top of the monthly bonus episodes. There are a whole bunch of posts. You can go cruise them if you go to patreon.com slash GTTU pod and just kind of see what's going on over there and then decide to donate or not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. I think we yeah. should save our mm-hmm. particular thing maybe for last. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But um, without a doubt, like when we first got there, did you have – we talked about this a little bit. But like did you have any sort of like feeling of what we were getting ourselves into? Because this is sort of an unusual position to yeah. be in. I think a lot of people, definitely most people have never been to a seance. Right. So like what was sort of in your head? Yeah. I mean we only talked about this on that Patreon live stream. Um I was, I was expecting, not, I was expecting less action and talking. I yeah. thought there was gonna be a lot of silence and maybe every once in a while something comes through and somebody grabs at something. I thought there was gonna be a lot of quiet, right? And then, to be totally honest, vagaries. I thought we were gonna come away being like, okay, I, you know. They said this, it could pertain to anything yeah. that some people would be like, maybe that sounds like my peepaw, but like not sure. Right. Um, that's, I wasn't expecting a whole lot of action out of it. Yeah. Um, I didn't really know what to expect because I honestly, my point of view of seances, maybe it's because we do the show. I associate them so much now with like early spiritualism movement. Exactly. And I was like, what does a modern seance even look like? Like there's not going to be ectoplasm. There are going to be trombones above our heads, which actually the facilitator of the seance, Kathy, referenced. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I didn't really know what to expect going into it. But I would say that we got more happened than I expected. Without a doubt. Um, What about you? What was your preconceived notion? My preconceived notion was less about what is the seance going to be like and more about what is my mental state going to be. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that I've like strongly professed myself on this very show to be uh, a skeptic Mm -hmm. uh, and kind of a vocal skeptic. Maybe also something of a I wish that I could believe. Yeah. And all this kind of stuff. But uh, like certainly going into this, I felt like I needed to do my level best to open my mind Mm -hmm. and be ready to have an experience to let like if if there's let it come on through if it's there exactly if there's ever going to be an experience to talk to the other side this is pretty much it oh yeah like i'm not doing this all the time it's the time so i wanted to not do it all the time we could yeah why not yeah i didn't want to be cynical so i was really focusing on like getting myself in check honestly Mm -hmm. um how did you do that well for real, I did like we. I, I like really tried to follow the guidelines given mm-hmm. by Kathy about the seance. Yeah, like um. So like we went in, and we met with. There were probably what? How many people besides us? Um, I think there were maybe like eight. Okay. Four, two, two. Yeah, I think eight or nine. About eight or nine mm-hmm. other people. Mm-hmm. So like we were sort of uh. uh you know, you end up sitting really close with all these strangers around right. this table. Right. And initially I was like, oh, I hope I don't have to hold hands Yeah, with anybody. Ended up, we did have to hold hands. Yes. I had forgotten that was an aspect until we were driving down. And I was like, oh, in seances, they hold hands around the table. And I was like, oh, man. But, you know. What are you going to do? It's what part are you going to do? Yeah. Um, but then, like, part of the setup of the seance itself 
was okay. So we all link hands around yes. this table. There's one candle on the middle of the table. Real quick, I kind of want to set the scene a little bit for people at oh, home sure. listening about like what the whole deal is like. Yeah. So the Asbury Park Paranormal Books and Curiosities shop, it, you walk in and everything is like nice wood. There, It is a bookshop, so there are books on both sides of you when you walk in. It feels kind of like an old shop. It's really, really cool looking. From the street, you can see the name of the shop and the logo and you can see kind of like purpley lights yeah so it feels a little like a spooky shop like you're walking like, around you you peg it as like a cool spooky shop they even have like two lanterns on the outside on yeah. either side of the front door mm-hmm. um almost like um literally like you'd need to have a lamp lighter yeah come by and douse the lamps yeah like at the end physical of the day or fire like lanterns yeah right so there there are books about you know hauntings ghosts mysticism psychology parapsychology things like that there are also gifts and art that are in that vein um there are some pendulums so you're in an environment that feels like this is right there should be a seance going on and where it happens is upstairs so they take you through the and it's a small shop downstairs they take you through the shop when it's ready and you go up a staircase into another separate room that's also wooden there's some cool artifacts on your way up the stairs in the hallway and then in the room that you're in and there were heavy dark red curtains that kathy who owns the shop and she called herself a facilitator of the seance so i'll say that too who facilitated it, she pulled those curtains to cover the things on the walls, right. including a cool kind of creepy painting of somebody, I think she said it was the blue lady or the blue woman or something. I know, yeah. So there it was wouldn't like be distracting. A slight mention, she was like, we'll just cover the blue lady. I don't think we need her right now. And I was, yeah, like, I was like, I'd like to hear more about blue the blue lady. lady. Yeah. But I thought it was cool that they have that in place to be non-distracting. Like, let's cover up all this stuff on the walls. Yeah. And then you are, or we were sitting around a table with a tablecloth on it with a candle in the middle and then that brings us to where you were yeah so she has everybody link hands and close our eyes Mm -hmm. uh and then she sort of tries to like prime us to get ready for talking to the dead or the paranormal or the other side of the veil well also and she had us not just like link hands willy-nilly she had us do it in a specific way it was that you have your left hand um underneath on one side and your right hand over on the other side. Right. So like my left hand was beneath the right hand of the guy sitting right. to my left. Mm-hmm. And then my right hand was on top of Kristen's left hand. Right. And then the my right hand was on top of the guy next to me's hand. So the right hand is always on top. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, with your eyes closed, picture a beam of white light in your left hand. Mm-hmm. Then picture that going up to your elbow, up to your shoulder then down into your chest mm-hmm. before it continues to your right shoulder. Your whole torso. Your whole torso. Mm-hmm. Uh, going down your right arm, down your right forearm, and then through your right hand into the person next to you. Right. And so bit by bit, that light is supposed to come back in from the left, go up your arms, down to your torso, out to the person on your right, faster right. and faster, until we're all doing this in a circle. So you're supposed to imagine now this beam of light mm-hmm. is linking us in a circle yeah. and a circuit. Right. And right from there, mm-hmm. I started to really deliberately, because I I have uh, uh, I'm really bad at relaxing or getting out of my own head. Mm-hmm. I cannot like calm down. I cannot like meditate. It just like my mind goes a million places. 
So I started really getting annoyed at myself for not being able to picture a ball of light in my uh-huh. left hand. Um, and it wasn't until I think Kathy at one point said, like, let your shoulders slump. Mm-hmm. That I deliberately was like, oh, yeah, I'm holding a lot of tension. Yeah, I have like yeah. a lot of tension in my body. And this is something that also drives me insane about me. Uh-huh. It's like I let my shoulders drop. And then I was like, I don't think they're dropped all the way. Uh-huh. It's like, I still think I'm holding tension. So yeah. I tried to let them drop further, which they did. And I was like, I still think I'm tense. Like it's yeah. for me, it's always like there are layers of trying to get relaxed. For most people, that's the case. Really? All right. Yes. The it drives me insane. Majority of people, that's the case. I get very type A about wanting to be relaxed. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, That's super common. I bet I could release the tension in my eyelids now. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, oh, my yeah. jaw is clenched. I bet I could relax my jaw. But yeah. my tongue's not relaxed. Like, I right. go insane. But if you think about it that way and just kind of, like, find a way to chill about it, then it could be like, okay, I have to relax my jaw. Okay, no, now no I relax chill. my tongue. Just boom, boom, boom. Anyway. There is no chill, Kristen. <laughs> Uh, but so bit by bit, I started to really get into the sort of like, okay, the, the beam of light comes in through my hand, up through my left arm, down to my torso, out through my right arm to you. Mm -hmm. And I started to deliberately breathe in and imagine the light shooting up my left arm. Yeah. And then I would kind of hold for a second while it's supposed to be in my torso. Yeah. Just like the air is in my lungs as I'm holding in this breath. Yeah. And then I'd exhale and picture the light moving down my right arm That's into perfect. you. Yeah. And so like I started to like get on rhythm. Mm-hmm. But then she started to say like now that beam of light is moving faster. Uh-huh. So like Yeah. Eve ho. Yeah. Um but no, I was really sort of getting into it. Yeah. Then she said, "Now picture cuz we're sitting around this circular table, there's a candle in the middle of the table. She said, now picture that there's a beam of light in the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. And because she had already primed saying that we are all a circuit yeah. of our energy, I was like, yes, because we have formed. Right. Like, like a little tornado. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so we're going to shoot this beam of light out. Right. She adds, now picture a door yes. in the beam of light that is slightly ajar. Mm-hmm. You're going to push it open. I really worked like overtime yeah. to picture that beam of light, to picture a door. I was trying to fig- figure out how all of us from 360 degrees uh-huh. can picture a door. I right. was like, oh, but maybe it defies Yeah, like, exactly. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. Somehow we're all seeing this door that yep. is already slightly ajar because the worlds of the dead and the living are slightly connected. I also, so no, I don't get as hung up as it sounds you do, like you do, but I also do get a little type A about like visualization stuff where I'm like, okay, am I visualizing this within me as I'm sitting here right now or am I seeing myself and it's I see it going through right. me as though I'm looking at myself or whatever. So I also got hung up on the door thing a little bit where I was like, okay, but like is the door in the center or like the the column of light is going up. Maybe the door is up above it, like a hatch. Ooh, that's like cool. like a hatch kind of thing. Yeah. So I pictured it like that for a while, and then I just brought it down to the center of it, and I was like, okay, it's, it's there. Because that's... When she got to the part about the vis- visualization of opening the door more, mm. I was like, all right, that hatch doesn't work yeah, for that. Yeah, you can't push the so door up. So I, I brought it back down to the center. And just nudge that door just open nudge it. Yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. I also liked everything that she was saying, quite frankly. Like, right. As a... You're less of a skeptic than me. Yeah. But do you even think that you are a skeptic at all? Um, I mean, kind of, because I feel like I don't just, I don't just throw myself into believing all this stuff. Like, I'm skeptical. I would say I'm kind of skeptical. I, I'm always, I, I'm open-minded, but I'm always looking for 
sometimes even despite myself, yeah. always looking for the reason that it's not true. Right. Or just wanting to make sure I'm not just being totally carried away. I almost think that's healthy, so, right? Yeah, like, I know. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know if it's necessarily skeptical right. or a skeptic, but I definitely am skeptical. That's okay. My thought process is always, okay, but what about this is hanky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like not doesn't ring true for me or whatever. So anyway, but I don't even know. like the way that like Kathy would explain things, mm-hmm. she uh she like fielded sort of like concerns from the group. Yeah. And so one person had concerns about like negative energy attaching itself to us mm-hmm. or uh it wasn't demon she brought up demons at some point. What was this person concerned about? They were concerned about Just a spirit like, that might have trauma. Yeah. And how that could impact I guess them. Right. Yeah. And so for me, I'm sitting there going like, I, I don't know that I believe in this at all. Right. So I don't know that that's not even like a concern I actually have. Yeah. But Kathy's response, I thought was like really sort of interesting. And she mm-hmm. was like, she was like, listen, there are a lot of people who do and don't believe the stuff that I'm telling you. Um, for people who are skeptical, all I ask is that you try to keep a, uh, your mind open and don't just block everything because that'll ruin it for everybody. Yeah. To which I'm also like, I'll be the best at not blocking. Yeah. The, the ghosts that I <laughs> well, don't believe Well, apparently you here. did a good job. I guess I did a good job. Yeah. So, um, but so she was like, I thought this was interesting. She was like, the worlds of like the dead and the living are, that's why the door is ajar, she mm-hmm. says, because like there is sort of like this back and forth. But why would a spirit want to attach itself to you? Yeah. Like, we are so uninteresting to spirits. Right, yeah. Spirits have a whole world of other stuff that they're interested in and can do and can focus on. Mm -hmm. Why would they effectively, like, dumb it down Mm -hmm. to just attach themselves to you and go home at the end of the day and watch some TV? Like, no, we're below their interest level. So don't worry about a spirit attaching itself to you. And she also was like, for people that are still worried, we're going to smudge you with sage at the end of this mm-hmm. anyway. But I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. And so, like, she handled everything yeah. in a way that, like, I felt like uh, let me uh, feel a little more at ease with my own skepticism. Yeah. And I mean, little spoiler alert, I talked to her privately after it for just a couple of minutes. And she thinks, she was like, I know it sounds funny, but I think of myself as a skeptic. I have a feeling she kind of thinks of things the same way I do, maybe. Yeah. Where she... She obviously maybe identifies as, as skeptic, but like where she obviously believes this stuff, but casts a critical eye at it. Right. Um. So I wonder if that aspect of her presentation and everything like resonated with you and made it kind of easier to. Yeah, maybe fall into it. You maybe know? it was it was very interesting. Yeah. But um, either way, like I really um, uh, I think the the foremost thing that I did was really try to be a participant. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. Even though we were for the vast majority of the time, for like 80% of the time, we were just sitting there silently. Yeah. I kept any time that she'd be like, let's focus energy on what this person is trying to talk about. Mm-hmm. I would literally in my head be like, yeah, spirits, like, please come, come talk to us. There's nothing to be worried about. We're yeah. all friends. We're all, we're all friends here. Yeah. And so I'm thinking that stuff That's alone great. in my own head, thinking there's probably nothing that this is doing. But you know what? Like, but what why if not, there is? Why not? Do and why it? not be a participant? Totally. If I'm putting myself in the situation to be here, what am I going to do? Be a, a grumpy old Gus? Yeah, exactly. You're here already. Yeah. So why not? Let's dance. Yeah, let's dance. And dance, we shall. We danced the night away. We did. Um. So I think that when she was talking about the idea that spirits don't attach themselves to humans because it's like really not that interesting for them, she. You're right. She brought up demons. And she basically said she doesn't really believe in them. Yeah. How did you feel about that? Uh, I mean, I don't believe in demons. That's true. (laughs) Well, I do kind of believe in this stuff. And I was like, I'm with you. I don't believe in demons either. Oh, really? No, I don't. 
despite I believing don't. in this stuff. How can there be any structure? Yeah, I just it's it's hard for me to imagine a hierarchy. Yeah, or whatever. But I, how I don't know. can we still exist after we're dead? I don't know. I don't know. But it's just hard for me. I I feel exactly the. I mean, I could have said what she was saying. I feel the same way. Like that. It just makes sense to me. I obviously don't know for a fact, but that you're probably going to be what you were like as a living person, as a dead person. So like there are nice dead people and they're like jerk dead people and whatever. Yeah. It just doesn't. I don't know. I'm. I've just never. I hope. I hope I'm not inviting anything. And somebody's gonna be like, oh, "I'll show you." But I've never been afraid of like a demon or an a evil, demon. a demon, an evil ghost. I just don't think it's a thing. I think there could be, you know, crappy ghosts. But um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not concerned about a demon attaching itself to me. So I just thought it was interesting. She said that. I was like, you know what? I've always felt that way too. Even with all like the ghost shows that I watch, where they're like, okay, this person is coming, th- or like this thing is coming through, or a demon is attached. I'm like. You know, maybe something's up there that's not good, but like, I don't have any concern about a mega powerful en- entity that's a demon. It right. just doesn't make sense. Pazuzu is not a threat. Uh, no, I don't know why. I know that you could say that it's like a very ancient energy that's maybe more powerful for that, but for some reason, I just don't. What I don't about feel the that way. What about the Enfield haunting where it was Bill Wilkins? Like, do you believe in a ghost like that? Yeah, that's like. That? Well, the thing is, and this is this doesn't make it that much less scary. So, and again, all my feelings about this when I say, I think this, I think that they're like not fully baked and fully formed. Sure. But, um, like I said, there could be nice ghosts who are nice when they're living and maybe there can be like jerk ghosts who are jerks when they were living. I mean, I feel like it wouldn't be inconceivable for a jerk ghost to want to emulate demonic activity because they're going to mess with a human. Yeah. And that's be interesting. Like, Look, I'm a, I'm a. I keep just saying jerks. I'm trying not to curse. I'm a jerk. And the jerkiest thing that I can do is like, I know humans are afraid of demons. So let me like really whoop it up in here. I'll turn your crucifix upside down. Yeah, and give them like. Not because I'm from hell, but because I know that's going to scare you. Exactly. So I think that's not outside of the realm of possibility. That's interesting. That's interesting and not something that I've ever really seen depicted before. You know, Mm. that's like an interesting angle on. Yeah. Like for me, honestly, like for me, all this stuff is about like personal curiosity, but also Mm -hmm. like sort of like research in yeah. a weird way. Like I, not that I've, I haven't really taken anything Guide to the Unknown and written based mm-hmm. off of it, but like it creates such fodder for stories in yeah. my head. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you just saying that of like a ghost who is not a demon, but is pretending to be one is yeah, really, really fun. Yeah. Cause it's buying into your fear. Uh-huh. Like, all right, I'll give you a show then. You're afraid of demons. Like I'm a jerk. <laughs> right. <laughs> think yeah. of another word that's not jerk. Ass. Yeah, and I'm an ass. I'm an ass. So I'm going to play it up and pretend I'm a demon. I'm going to freak you right out. That's the most effective way for me to mess with you and freak you out, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, I kind of like that. Yeah. Well, actually, so let's talk about a demon that that I I, I don't know if you went here. I certainly did after a certain period of time. Uh Uh-huh. So we're all sitting there, and uh, Kathy has also invited us all to, like, if we have anything that pops into our head if we see a vision or, or something that we want to call out yeah feel free to say like oh this image popped in my head shirt with the group mm-hmm. um and before i even knew it we were in the midst of doing the medium stuff yeah right because like i was sitting there trying to get my breathing under control mm-hmm. and kathy almost like right away starts going like i'm getting a d name i'm getting a name with a d yeah uh dan david is there a david does anybody here have a david mm-hmm. i didn't think about this for a while but Kathy even said, because nobody really responded to the name David, mm-hmm. but Kathy said at a certain point, she was like, we've been getting a lot of David here. Yeah. Like we, David keeps coming up here. And then, so uh, l- later on, 
uh, part of my private sort of like uh, participation Mm -hmm. was whenever they were trying to get somebody's passed on relative to step forward and and say share something, Mm -hmm. I would start saying like, yeah, David will hold the door open for you. Oh. So like David will keep the door open for you. You got nothing to worry about. Come come talk to us, Patricia. Uh-huh. Stuff like that. And then I started thinking the ringmaster of all ringmasters because I started thinking of David the way that she was talking about how he kept cropping up for them in uh-huh. in the paranormal bookshop. Yeah. I was like, "Oh, maybe David is just kind of like around like helping like be the the gopher between the spirit world and the living world. Like maybe yeah. he's helping people communicate." Then I was thinking like you and I have talked a lot about Dear David and joked oh even God. joked even about Dear David screwing up our electronics and stuff like that. Yeah. But bit by bit over the course of the hour, as I kept saying, David will hold the door open for you, I started to think like, yeah. Do we like, have a David? Do we have a David? What's David doing? We've yeah. talked about David a lot. Yeah. And I very, I very quickly started going, David will Weird. let you through. And now I'm thinking like, why did I? Why did I jump to David as the person that's holding the door? That is kind of interesting. Isn't that weird. Yeah, I started thinking about it again. And that is, I don't of... believe in any of this, but I really no, I gotcha. enjoy it all. And I think that pro- what you're describing sounds like the way that, like, I understand it to be that, like, channeling kind of happens and like getting those sorts of things. That it just is. It seems kind of natural, but then you're like, well, where did that come from, right, though? Right. I had a major question mm-hmm. uh, uh, at the beginning when Kathy was just sort of like fielding questions from the group because she had already she had said the thing of like, if something pops into your head, feel free to to tell it to everybody because maybe you're seeing something right. that's not meant for you. Maybe you're seeing an image that's meant for somebody else that's sitting around the table. So please feel free to share it. Right. And I asked Kathy, how do you tell the difference between your own imagination? And something that is intrusively coming to you from the other side. Yeah, it was a good question. And uh, her answer I thought was really interesting, and it made a sort of intuitive sense, but it still is very wishy-washy. Yeah. Like, the it, it, it still is so subject to interpretation. There's no law that governs this. She was like, if something that pops into your head, and you can sort of feel the rhythms of it, it's sticking in your head for a little longer than just some fleeting imagination. Yeah. What if scenario? She's yeah, right. Like, if it sticks around in my head for long enough, I know it's something that's like mm-hmm. worth talking about. Right. I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I never had anything like that. I tried to, again, the the deliberateness with which mm-hmm. I tried to keep my mind blank yeah. meant my ni- my mind was never blank. Yeah, I know. You know. Yeah, yeah. Like I was staring at like the swirling colors that happen when you just close your eyes and clench them and, sh- yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But um. The David thing, it did occur to me at a certain point. I was like, in my head, I kept thinking about David. Yeah, we do talk about David a lot. Right. That's interesting. Um, Ring leader? Ring master? (laughs) Who the hell's the ring master? Yeah, when you said the ring master, I was like, Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? I thought you were referencing like a movie or something. I honestly, I was like, the page master? Is there a ring master? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's interesting you said that thing. So, okay, so two things. You working on the visualization and everything. I, and like, you know, really paying attention to it and everything. I, you know, was also doing the same thing. And I would periodically during the whole thing picture that circuit going again. I'd be like, all right, yeah. maybe it's a little stagnant. It's so like, let's get this thing like moving again or whatever. Me too. And then in addition to picturing the column of white light in the middle of us going up, I, not replacing, but in addition to that, picture one uh, above me, like oh, going through me. Yeah. Because I was like, all right, like, 
we're here. Like maybe if you want to channel through me, then, you know, then by all means, I'm open to it. And maybe that made all the difference. I don't know. It might because have. And you I connected not only the circuit of all of us around the table to the great mm-hmm. beyond, but you added an additional uh, a beam of light from you individually. And you are the only person around the table mm-hmm. who offered to the group something that had popped into your head. Right. And also I got a message potentially for somebody else in my life. That's right. We, yeah, I don't even know how to handle that. I don't, I'm show. not really sure either. Sure either. And then the other thing. We could call him and see if we can talk it's to a him little on late. this. It is late. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing that I did, and I hope this isn't magically uncool. I don't know if it's something that I should have not done, but I feel like it's okay. I mentally cast a circle around all of us. What? To try to like keep our energy kind of contained so that it could be more concentrated. You know what I hear from all this? What? You used witch powers <laughs> to make sure that nobody else was able to get through but no, you. Yes. No. Yes, you connected yourself. No. With a beam of light to the spirit world, and you put a bubble around the group as a whole. The entire group, including me. I was like, I want all of our energy. I want this circuit. I don't want it dissipating and just going away. I want there to be a slight bubble barrier that's keeping our energy concentrated so we can get all the best results. That's what I did. How do you know it was not an impenetrable bubble? Because I didn't want it there to be. There were some people around the because table who I, I don't think had an experience like us. Because I don't want it to be an impenetrable bubble. And it's all your intention and your mind. But what's to stop? If that's the rule. I know. I'm not saying I don't like it. But what's to stop you from just coming up with anything? You know what I mean? What do you mean? Like a bubble, a bubble will occur <laughs> that only lets good stuff in. Yes. <laughs> no bad a, stuff. That's a thing. That's in and of itself. That's like. Yeah, like a protective bubble. Why doesn't it need something more? It's <laughs> doesn't need more heft it. behind it. No, it doesn't need more technical know-how. No, that's like just being like, I want to fix my car. It is fixed. No, it's not because <laughs> you don't know because it's all wishy-washy. I don't know if me casting a circle around us did anything. I don't know. I'm not saying it did. It's all about your intention, and I don't know if it works. Yeah. But I was like, you know what? We're doing all this stuff. We're visualizing. We're trying to get some energy going here. Why don't I? Why don't why I block that? Why? No. Why don't I put a barrier How up is there? How's it blocking it? You're a blocker. That is not. No. You're I was, a blocker. No, I was not blocking it. I was trying to make sure it didn't just like steam dissipate and go away. I wanted all that good juice in there with us. I saw a spirit, and then it just <laughs> turned into sprinkles and floated away. Um. Well, all I know well, anyway, is that. That's what I did. I think the act of you connecting an individual beam of light from yourself to the great beyond, mm-hmm. that may have done something. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Do Maybe. you want to talk about that? Sure. It's a little out of sequence, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, should I not say the thing about, I shouldn't, I don't think. About? About our, our friend. Our friend. So, okay, in vague terms. Right. Um, Kathy said, um, she said a name. It was let's, very on the nose. It was very on the nose. She was like, let, let's say the name is Jerry. Yeah. She's like, does anybody have a Jerry? And she's Tell like. Jerry, hello. Living or. <laughs> Jerry, hello. Um, now this Jerry, does he have, uh, there's somebody in his life with an L, like a Larry <laughs> Leonard, maybe a, a Leonard Leopold, Leo, Leo. I'm getting a Leo. I'm getting a Leo. He says hello. He says hello. Now I'm seeing knuckles <laughs> that have. That say. H-E-L-L-O. Oh my God. 
they're grabbing a pull-up bar. Now he looks he looks a little angry. <laughs> he looks angry. His eyebrows are raised. He looks kind of like a seal. Does everybody know what we're talking about? There's a very if you do select crew of you that might get all these references. I think I think it probably. was gigantic, but it was also 20 years ago. Yes. <laughs> so I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Um. So let's say she was like, "Does anybody have a Jerry?" And then she said, "This this Jerry could be living." Mm. And then Will said, "But I also was like, yeah, I do have a Jerry." You weren't speaking up fast enough. Well, because I you've was... got a good friend named Jerry who you talk about not infrequently. Yes. And you hadn't said anything yet, and she was like. Is there a Jerry in your life? He might still be alive. And I waited. It was like, it was like beat, beat, beat. No, and I went, no, you no. do. It was like one beat. I don't know. My mind moves a little slow sometimes. You know that. Sometimes I take a couple minutes to answer something. Um, I, th- I thought maybe you were blown away, but I wanted to make sure that the moment didn't pass No, I, I was a little bit like, my computer was kind of, sh- I, I was like. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I just want to make sure that we didn't lose. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, I was about to say something though anyway. But anyway, so I was like, yeah, I do. And like I said, I don't want to, I want to be able to talk to Jerry first. We, we might get into this with more this. detail someday in the we future. We might, because yeah. I think Jerry would be open to talk about this. Yeah. But um, but she told me some things that were like dead on mm-hmm. about Jerry and some things that she would have no way of knowing. It yeah. was like really kind of specific. I, Jerry's I was... had something big happen to them recently. Yes. Jerry's grandfather mm-hmm. is named... Well, why don't we just stick with this? Yeah. Jerry's uncle is named Leo. Mm-hmm. And the answer was yeah. yes. Yeah. 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 Well, no, I don't know about the name. Oh, really? I, I oh, said, okay. no, no, no. That I don't know. Okay, no, fair enough. That I don't know. But um, it, it could be. I have no idea. But um, but no, it was pretty It was pretty crazy. She said something that was like very specific yeah. and very niche. Yeah. Like, how would you know this? And it was, yes. Oh, my God. That's yeah, so weird totally. you said that. So um, that was interesting. That happened perhaps because of my personal beam of, beam of light. And then the other thing was that, as Will said, she said, if anybody has anything, come to them. Um, like, you know, images, words or whatever. If you're not feeling shy, just say it out loud because it could pertain to somebody in the group. And at one point she was like reading somebody and I had, I don't know how to describe it. Like I had the thought of little red shoes come into my head. Little red shoes? Red shoes, but I was picturing little red shoes. Like a, a small, I don't know. How little are we talking here? No, no. Like a thimble? <laughs> that a little? Thimble. Like for a mouse? No, like a little. <laughs> May as well be. I'll tell you in a second. I'll tell you what the thing is. Oh. I had a pair of red shoes kind of had like, yeah, like little kind of like leather red shoes with little like very skinny, um, almost like. I don't know what you call them, but with little skinny red laces, just a totally red shoe. And so I waited until she was done saying whatever. And then I was like, I don't know if this means anything, but I had uh, the thought of red shoes. And then she was like, does that resonate for anybody? Nobody said anything. And she was like, okay, it might be something like something with me or whatever she said. And she's like, let's talk after. She didn't say that. What she Mm -hmm. said, which I thought was interesting was she goes like, does that resonate with anybody around the table? No. And then she she starts to go like, because that I, Oh, yeah, why, yeah. Uh, uh, why don't we talk after? Why don't we talk after? Yeah. And I was like, oh, this resonated for her. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought was really interesting. There were a few moments where she told people to talk to her mm-hmm. yeah. after the session, either because she felt like information she wanted to say right. that was being shared with her from possibly the great beyond was like sensitive mm-hmm. or something like that. But right. yours was because you had supplied 
You had yeah. brought something juicy to the group. I got high on my own supply yeah. and I spewed it out in the form of red shoes. You did. You were I spitting felt like it. she was very generous with her time. I thought it was nice that she told people that they could talk to her after. Yes, I agree. About things that she didn't want to say like in front of everybody. I thought she was great. I thought she was great. I, I really, especially for like having gone in being like, my arms weren't folded again. Like I well, really. They literally were. They literally were. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I was really prepared to be um, underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, cause this could have amounted to, we could have had nothing to talk about. I mean, as I said on the, and Patreon we're trying to do thing, a show I, too. I, right? I kind like, of was expecting underwhelm and I was okay with underwhelm. I was like, the right. whole thing is such an interesting, weird thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was fine with underwhelm, but I did not leave with underwhelm. No, me either. But so like, I, I really did think that she was, uh, 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 really great. Mm-hmm. It was like a very comfy vibe yeah, to everything it was. that happened. It was comfortable. Yeah. She she did a good job kind of like painting that. Yeah. So anyway, so when it was over and she, you know, I went to talk to her, she told me that they've been getting, you know, they always get donations of like haunted artifacts and things like that. Yeah. And she was like, it's so weird. Like in the last like 10 weeks, we've gotten more like donations than we have in five years. And she said something that I think she said she just got recently was they got sent a doll. But the weird thing about it was that the note said, the doll isn't haunted, it's red shoes are. What? Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh, I like that. I know. And I was like, okay. And she was like, so I kind of take that as maybe some like affirmation that it's worth something, it's something like worth looking into. I like that. I was like, okay, good. Like take it. I, I don't know. That's pretty and cool. Then, I don't know if she, sh- if you noticed when we came out from talking, she kind of took everybody who she was going to talk to into like a little, like almost like a little office alcove thing that was like a little bit separate. There was a little pair of like very small or doll shoes that was actually in the room that we were in. Cause oh. there's just like some stuff around. Yeah. And she was like, they're kind of like this. And I was like, Kind of, it wasn't like dead on, but I was like, yeah, I was picturing kind of like old, like leather shoes with like very tight little leather, not leather laces, but little laces. And I was like, yeah, I mean, ballpark of kind of the thing I was picturing. So, see, even that is interesting because mm-hmm. that, and I, I believe you entirely. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, but that's the kind of thing that like is so interesting in this because Kathy or anybody could throw out like, yeah, I'm getting a name that's kind of like a D, and then somebody would go like, uh, Doug, and she'd be like, yeah, it's kind of like a Doug. And now, and now, in the skeptic's mind, yeah, you start going like, like, well, she was fishing for a letter, and then you supplied a name with that letter, so she's pouncing on it. Right. But like, that's also how it would be if it were real, anyway. That's you the, know what I mean? That's like, it's thing. it's kind of frustrating that you don't know. I actually, so I hung out with Bethany from the podcast and Acquire Taste last week. We had a great time. It was our first time meeting. And we were talking about this stuff to a degree. Um, and I think, she, I, I don't want to speak for her, but I think she feels similar to, similarly to me where she, you know, kind of believes in things, but isn't just blindly like, right. yep. And again, I don't think there are many people who are, I don't think I'm unique in that. I think, I think most people no, and also think like, critically like, about it. I'm also the guy that believes that wizards give me ideas. Right. Like everybody has stuff. And so we were talking about the fact. <laughs> I commune with the wizards. Yeah. You know. Willie and the wizard Wizzies. Yeah, this Willie and the Wizzies. Show coming out soon. <laughs> we Willie Wizzy. <laughs> Look for that. We so we were talking for a minute about um psychics specifically and how like, essentially what you just said, like, with all this stuff, you're right. There could be an argument for that could be unproven, yeah. but also an argument against 
that seems so specific. So like, yeah, it could be casting me out for a Doug. You're like, oh, she's looking for that name. But what if there really was a Doug talking to her, but just looks kind of like BS? And we were saying that there are some psychics who maybe like, let's say it's a psychic who has been caught in sort of some sort of gotcha moment at some point where people caught them, let's say, mining for information or whatever. But and that that's not cool, obviously. But we were talking about the fact how that doesn't necessarily cancel out the fact that maybe they are psychic, but maybe they can't turn it on and off like a faucet. And so they decided to supplement with some BS. Right. But maybe that's they're still real. They were and juicing. You just can't know. They were not. They're an athlete, yeah. but they're juicing. Yeah. With all this stuff, like even the thing I was talking about, like me casting a circle with my mind. You're like, well, it could be anything. Yeah, it could be anything, and maybe mm-hmm. it works, and it's anything. But maybe it's BS, and it doesn't yeah. work because it's because it could be anything. There's a all really... of this is so amorphous. I agree, and it's really just I think whatever for whatever reason clicks with you. I agree. There's or a, it doesn't. That's fine too. There's a wonderful episode of Conan O'Brien's podcast called "It's a Conan O'Brien mm-hmm. Needs a Friend." Amazing, oh, like one of my so... favorite podcasts. Me too. That's like an instant good mood. Wonderful. Show. Conan O'Brien, son of Obsession, mm-hmm. his assistant, who is also on the show. Yeah, a lot. Insanely funny. She's so funny. Wonderful. Yeah. So he did an episode where he spoke with Stephen Colbert. Mm-hmm. And they get into a whole jag where they're t- kind of talking about like magical realism yeah. and willing things into existence. And it is so, it felt, not that I've never heard other people say stuff like this, because certainly you have, mm-hmm. but like uh, it was so sort of affirming to hear uh, successful people. Uh, get so frustrated and annoyed with the fact that, like, listen, I, I'm i not trying to toot my own horn. Uh, the level to which I've gotten to write and perform in, uh, 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 like, fictional material, yeah, yeah, like, professional stuff, like, I got to go out to, like, Hollywood and work on shows. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. And it's something that I always wanted but never thought I would ever get, mm-hmm. but I just kind of kept working and willing it to happen and, like, get on that trajectory. And it happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I can tell people that I'm a professional writer. Yeah. And it's like, I I feel like, to a certain extent, I got really, really fortunate, which is true. I also feel like I worked my ass off a lot, which I think is also true. Mm-hmm. And I also kind of think that, like, I've just sort of, like, willed yeah. this stuff to, like, happen to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. I just, like, never really stopped. And, like, it's so sort of embarrassing to admit that yeah, as well. But, I like, know. hearing Conan O'Brien and Stephen Colbert talk about that with each other, and, like, at one point, I think Stephen Colbert, or I think maybe Conan starts to go, like, here's the crazy thing about thinking stuff like that. Yeah. And Colbert goes, Yeah, one of them works. finishes the sentence. And he goes, yeah. that's right. It works. Right. It's, like, more frustrating than anything else is the fact that, like, belief can yeah. actually get you through. Yeah. Um, and I, I do, uh, unfortunately, have to say that I believe Pixies and Wizards give me good ideas for shows and stuff. Right. Hollywood, well, reach out. What Will is referring to, if you haven't yeah, really I, talked I about this before. I, I said this once on the show, and then I've only ever referred to it ever since as We've Wizards. We've talked about it a couple of times. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. There's a book called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert, and I told Will about one of the things in the book, which is the idea that um, ideas, like creative ideas, are somehow sentient and that they travel. Right. So sometimes an idea will come to you. It's an idea that wants to be expressed. And if you don't hurry up and express it, 
it's going to move on and it'll go to somebody else and they'll express it. So or for some reason, it. it might come to you and you're not the right person to put it out there or something. So then it travels to the next person. And she told me this after I had already had an extensive history. Yes, that has, yes. I've been writing and developing shows since I was like 17. Mm-hmm. And there are at least three examples. Three? Mm-hmm. Maybe more. Probably. At least three examples of uh, me working on a show that then is later announced yes. and being made by like yes, I can industry people that are like way outside my reach. Yeah. Like the the most hilarious it ever got to was that uh uh Bobby, mm-hmm. little our little brother of the <laughs> show. Um uh Bobby and I I I suggested to him why don't we write a procedural inspired by Silence of the Lambs yeah. because from Red Dragon to Silence of the Lambs it's very like villain of the week almost. And uh we had one you know, quote unquote meeting where we sat at a Starbucks for eight hours mm-hmm. um, where we talked about what this storyline would be and where would it go. And then I think I saw it and sent it to you almost immediately yeah, yeah. that the show Hannibal had just been right. announced after like, mind you, this is after like years of that franchise being dormant. Yeah, totally. And it was so like, oh, the thing. Yeah, it, it got in my ear, but it also got into mm-hmm. a while ago. It got into somebody else's ear who actually had the means right. to 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 push the like green light button right right and it's so like it's so affirming and also frustrating mm-hmm. and that's happened to me like a bunch of times and yeah. I feel a little silly like the fact that I actually believe that is like kind of stupid well the thing is but, like experience yeah. leads to belief it doesn't have to be the only thing that leads to belief but it does yeah and you've experienced that yeah so. I guess so yeah um so the red shoes continue with the red shoes okay so i mean that's pretty much it i mean she she was like we got this doll it was wearing red shoes the notes that the doll isn't haunted but the red shoes are and i was like oh and she's like so i kind of take that as like maybe a little validation maybe we should look into this a little bit more and she was like if you guys would want to uh investigate or like investigate the doll with us then maybe we should talk Okay. I said, let's talk. Okay. I'm I said, let's in. Talk, I'm babe. in. Kristen had hinted to me that there was something that we might yeah. want to pursue from this, but didn't tell me what. Right. You're right. I do want to pursue that. Yeah, right. I would like to do that. Yeah. Why not? Why the cool. hell not? Exactly. Um, um, so maybe we should move on to the big matzo ball. Yes, I think so. The big matzo ball. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I want you like to lead the matzo ball. Lead the matzo ball? I've really? told my matzo ball stories about this before. Yeah, okay, fair mm-hmm. enough. So I'm very curious to see, because we might be able to, there's a possibility that we'll get our hands on the audio from tonight. Yeah, right. Um, uh, uh, Kathy had a recorder running mm-hmm. the entire time. Yeah. Um, it's So that questionable. people didn't feel pressure to have to remember every little thing, and they right. could hear their kind of like sessions and stuff later. So it's possible that we'll get our hands on it, and it's possible that we'll be able to share it online. Right, share our section of it. Share our section, right, correct. We won't, We don't want to share. No, like no, other no. people's experiences. Because other cool things happen during this, but we're only talking about the things that happen to us. Yes. So um, uh, to that end, uh, I think that it's really funny that we can share our experience of the personal story that happened to us there. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe it'll differ completely from what's on the table. Yeah, I know, because memory is such a weird thing. And to start off the sort of divergent path of how did this really come together... I think that this started because Kathy asked me, mm-hmm. and she knew us. Yeah, she she had familiarity with us and with Guide to the Unknown a mm-hmm. little bit, but um, uh, not enough, by the way, for this to be like. No, 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 no. We we've met her once before, right? And um, and we follow each other online. Yeah, yeah. But that's so it. she turned uh to me and she said, uh, "Will, does anybody ever call you Bill?" Mm-hmm. And 
instantly. Now, again, Bill is a very common nickname yeah. for William. Yeah. Very, very common. But also, my dad used to call me Bill, and it, and was it like, used to annoy the like hell out of me. It was like a thing. It was like, it, it wasn't just, it was like a joke. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a thing. It was a joke that I would have to constantly say to our dad, yeah. like, Call me Will. Yeah. I am not Bill. Yeah. And evidently, when uh, I'm I'm the youngest of four, mm-hmm. uh, all girls until it's me, dad, uh, I think, had this notion that I was going to be Bill, mm-hmm. you know, and like, like that we would watch sports together and stuff. Yeah. Sadly for him, that was not to be. <laughs> but so it was a joke that I would go like, dad, stop calling me Bill. Yeah, Laugh track. Yeah. And so then it kicks off this whole thing she goes was your father bill as well i said no she goes did he have a nickname that was kind of like bill Mm -hmm. to which i said no but you started to say yes because you're kind of right yeah kind of like his name was richard but everybody called him dick so So it's not like bill as in it sounds like bill but i was thinking it's another like quick one syllable potentially a stretch yes which i'll admit no certainly potentially a stretch but i was like yeah but the answer is kind of yes yes yeah then then here we go then let's just move. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, spoiler alert, Kristen and I, if you don't know us yeah. or, like, know our history, like, we've had, like, uh, everybody's got their trauma. Yeah. We've got some trauma, too. Yeah. So, brace yourselves. So, way back in 2016, our father uh, had something of, like, a, a heart attack, uh, some sort of a, a, a health Mm-hmm. scare that turned out to have been type 2 diabetes mm-hmm. um, and then he essentially kicked off months of him being in the hospital leading to his death mm-hmm. Kathy, that was actually way before that I don't think he even had diabetes April. when he went to the hospital oh but why, but I thought that the diabetes was because or the reason he was initially put in the hospital was be a complication because of diabetes I guess maybe you're yeah maybe you're right and then when he was in the hospital he didn't have it anymore something like that yeah it doesn't yeah. matter yeah so um Kathy starts to talk about the fact that uh, at the end of his life, mm-hmm. he had kind of wasted away, mm-hmm. dramatically lost a bunch of weight real fast, mm-hmm. uh, leading to his death, which, again, mm-hmm. is something that happens to a lot of people at the end of their lives. Right. But not everybody. Right. She could have immediately pounced on, like, his death was all of a sudden. It came out of nowhere. And yeah. that would not have been true. Right. But she said, no, like, it was, like, a, kind of, like, a, a long thing, but also kind of sudden. Yeah. Which is yeah. which you could also argue is hedging of, your bets, of course. But that is how it felt. Yes, definitely. Because definitely. at the beginning of 2016, we had our father was never the 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 portrait of health. Yeah, I don't for, think you'd mind us saying. Yeah, when he was a yeah. younger man, he was. But yeah. like for the time that we knew him, like yeah, no, yeah. But so like at the beginning of the year, Dad was in the shape that Dad was always in to a certain extent. To a certain extent. To a certain, he was getting yeah, older. Yeah, right. But like to a certain extent, there was nothing to immediately be no, pouncing on. No. And then within months, it was like, oh, we're at the end. April. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, it happened all of a sudden, but it happened really slow at the yeah. same time. And um, uh, one thing she said that I really connected to was she was like, yeah, he's here, but he doesn't really want to take up anyone's time. He's like, he's like standing in the doorway, but he doesn't want to like be here for too long. Okay. I have something to say about that. You do? Yes. So um, I know I've told the story of me going to a medium a week after dad died on the show before. I'm sorry. I don't know where it is. And I don't want to rehash the whole thing just because whatever. Sure. But that time I all day was like, dad, 
I want you to come through. I want you to come through. I want you to muscle your way in there. I want to hear from you. If you can, please try to come through or whatever. So I did that again today, but I was a little bit different. I was like, Dad, I really want you to come through. I really want you to come through. Like, again, just like last time, you kind of push your way through. But now I've had a couple of times of communicating with you. And so I don't. The first time I was like, I want you to hog the limelight. Like I told my friend Dave, I was a psychic hog. I want you to hog it. This time I was like, you don't need to hog it. But, like, I, I want you to come through. I don't want to be selfish and take time from everybody else. So when she said that, again, it wasn't like a hit hit, but I was like, that kind of resonates for me because I, I I was like, Dad, come through, but also let people That's get their the time. That's the mindset you're in? Yeah. Uh, so, me too. Mm-hmm. So, so here's here's how I've been thinking. Yeah. I've mentioned on the show before, so same year, 2016, our oldest sister, Karen, is killed by a drunk driver. Mm-hmm. It's two months later that our father dies. Yeah. I have been thinking all this time that if I go to a psychic, which I have now, mm-hmm. uh, or if you and I go to a medium or a seance or something, shouldn't we be like glowing? Yeah, right. You know, like, like radioactive. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I've been very, as anybody is, because again, we're not the only people to experience right. a horrible loss of a family member, mm-hmm. uh, the sort of like h- hard ways of coping with someone's death. Mm-hmm. Five stages of grief, spiritualism, whatever. It's it's really hard to come to terms yeah. with something like this happening. And I've mentioned on the show before that like I would be walking Molly at like two in the morning mm-hmm. and all of a sudden have a very vulnerable feeling and just kind of be like, hey, Karen, hey, dad, like verbally out loud and yeah. then kind of chastise myself like I'm a crazy person for do- wanting to do that. Yeah. As we got to the seance, I had the very unmistakable distinct feeling that i'm okay with like all of this mm-hmm. I, I i would prefer for karen not to have been killed by a drunk driver obviously yeah. i feel horrible for the ways that it's impacted everybody's lives that knew her and the other members of our family and everything but personally for me i'm like the past is the past i can't change it mm-hmm. karen and dad were wonderful people mm-hmm. if there's an afterlife there's a very good chance they're they're together. Yeah. And that is wonderful. Yeah. And that is what I want for them right yeah. now, for them to be comfortable together. Mm-hmm. And if they can come back and talk to us, cool. But I don't even necessarily believe that's a thing. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's almost comforting to think that there's nothing after death. Mm-hmm. And it's just that, yeah, we return back to like- uh, The soil. The soil. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of. That like nature self-perpetuates mm-hmm. and we got to be part of it for a while but now we will breed new life mm-hmm. from who we were yeah and like our, our physical being and everything i think I, it's both i almost like that we disappear mm-hmm. that it's just like yeah do what you do yeah and then you're done i like that i don't find that to be hollow mm-hmm. i find that to be satisfying mm-hmm. your job is done so as i'm thinking about oh my god is this person going to try to talk to us like it's dad or karen i had this real thought in my head of like i will be very fine if if nobody quote unquote steps forward. Yeah. I'll be very comfortable because in my head they're they couldn't be better now. Right. Like they're both in good shape. Neither of them has anything to worry about whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I love them. I miss them. It's all good though. Yeah. It's all good. We all end up missing each other at some point. It's part of it. Yeah. I'm fine if nothing of this ever like doesn't come up during the the seance. Yeah. And then when she was talking about I, dad, I also felt that way going in. I was like, yeah. if nothing happens, that doesn't like shake my belief in it or yeah. anything. It's just like it just didn't happen this time. But I, I just like everything. I felt so like chill about it though. Yeah. Like no no 
anxiety or or yeah. fear or hesitation. No, me neither. Or gross out. Like I always thought that like a medium, I'd be like, oh, this feels really um, yeah exploitative Explo- or something. Yeah. But like I just really had the feeling of like, you know what? They're good. Yeah, dad's fine. No, I I feel that way too. And so when she was like, he's here, but he's not here, and he doesn't mm-hmm. really want to take up time, I was mm-hmm. like. If that that's very close to like my interpretation coming in here, yeah, and like I I really had a moment because again I was trying to be very participatory. Mm-hmm. I was like, Dad, it's all good. Yeah, like don't worry about telling us too much crap. Yeah, say what you got to do. Feel what like you got to do whatever you got to do to prove that you're here if that's what you're trying to do, and yeah, then right. I'll see you later. Yeah, totally. Like it's all good. Go hang out. Yeah, you know. So while we're so I've I've said things that I feel embarrassed saying a little bit in this about that's, me. Me too. Me about too. me casting a circle with my this mind. Is like about all this is like vulnerable. This is very vulnerable. And a hour. seance. If you're gonna do a seance, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a personal thing. Yeah. So honestly, like. Yeah, like this is it's it's muddy, it's tricky, right? Like right. we're saying things that we believe, but we're not sure how far we believe them. Yeah, some of them are just like emotional reflexes. Mm-hmm. It's tricky, but like I I believe all the stuff I'm saying, even when I'm contradicting myself. I know it's all very contradictory. But so something that I do, and just not every single day life, but like I think it also adds to my comfort coming into this and be like all right something will happen something won't it doesn't really change anything or whatever is that like i talk to like dad in particular but like karen also like a lot like even even like out loud sometimes and like so actually so similar to like us talking about in the beginning how um probably people are the way they were in life in death or whatever like as as like silly or corny as it is like I think they probably have the same interests on yep. the other side. So yep. I'll be like, Dad, I'm I'm watching Hobbs and Shaw. You would have loved Hobbs and Shaw. I hope yeah. you're hanging out with me right if now. If only my dad could have seen Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> if only. I don't remember specifically that I did this during that, but it seems like I would have. But I do during movies a lot, like yeah, yeah, to Dad yeah. and Karen for some reason, because they both like they mysteries both love, like we yeah. do. So I'll and they be love like, like action, like Karen and Lynn yes, still does it, but yes, like totally. Karen and Lynn would come over with a bunch of bootle- bootleg movies oh from God. New York and stuff. Yeah, totally. And then Dad would want to watch them. <laughs> like, so I'll... we're gonna watch Wedding Crashers with like Spanish subtitles right now. All right. <laughs> yes. Okay. So it is. It's movie centric, but it's not the only thing. That's what I'm thinking of. I really will be like, guys, like I, if you want to hang out. I'm watching a movie. Yeah, if you want to yeah. like hang out and watch a movie with me, like that's great. I yeah. love that. I like and it. so I, I I feel like I still do have it's so corny. It's what everybody says, like just a little bit of a relationship with them. So even mm-hmm. like I can't think of an example, but let's say I had something I was trying to do at home, some sort of home project that Karen would be good yeah, at yeah. or whatever. I'll be like, Karen, if you give me a little guidance on this, like I don't think she's gonna say, Okay, Chris, you do this. But I hope that there's somehow she's gonna give me a little brainstorm. Little she's gonna somehow make me turn this way and I'm like, Oh right, I'll use that for it. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. Yeah. I get that and I kinda like it. So mm-hmm. to your point about people and death are probably the same as they are in life. Yeah. Uh, Kathy starts to say that uh, uh, possibly our father is kind of like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> like, she specifically said that, like, his energy right now is that he's, like, laughing at us uh-huh. for being at a seance. Yes. Which instantly made me think of Dad quietly just doing that. Yeah, he like... used to do a real dramatic eye roll. Yeah. Uh, uh, when he thought you were being a complete idiot or uh-huh. you were just going on and on and on, stuff yeah. like that. And I was like, that 
seems like Richard Rogers. Yes. What she was saying. I know. It's like that's the energy he would bring to yeah. this kind of thing. Like, you guys are stupid. And it's also awesome that like a <laughs> yeah. ghost would be like, you believe in all this crap? And I it's know. a ghost and saying it to you? you know? I know. Like, and I was like, that resonated. I was like, that feels like that guy. Yes. And then um, the she said that the one thing that he misses. Oh, uh, my God. But I know it wasn't, this was like to me really yeah i had a little bit of it but i thought of it less as like something that he's like pained by and more of just sort of like oh it no was not, great. no you know no, no that was great no i when i say that was t- i mean that like resonated for it me was, i was i was like oh man that yeah. that would be it was that he misses like everybody sitting around talking mm-hmm. and that like he wouldn't even have to be part of it he would just have to totally. listen totally she specifically said that and i was like and he used yeah. to he also he not only was he uh, a really funny person mm-hmm. to like talk to in and of himself yeah he would also like kind of fade into the background oh, totally. and just observe everything going on around him yeah and, just, and then he, inevitably like, chime to up talk and talk and laugh with each other and stuff yeah, yeah. and then he'd pipe up and go, go like I think you're all nuts. Yeah. <laughs> like say like little one-liners to cap the conversation. Yeah. And frequently talk about his four kids and be like, yes. I just like seeing the four of you yes. interact. Mm-hmm. And so like a depiction yeah. of possibly the spirit of our father missing having everyone around talking uh-huh. is like, that's also very, like think about the, and again, I'm firmly aware and I, I almost think it's not worth me even prefacing anymore. I, I think it's abundantly clear how I think about every angle of this and the multitude of ways it could not be true. Mm-hmm. But like, think of anything that she could have said about somebody's passed on father and the way that they would have interacted. Like yeah. she could have been like, yeah, he's a, he was like a very stern figure. Right. We'd say no. Yeah. You know, like there are any number of things you'd say no about, but the things she said were all yeah. like pretty damn correct. I know. I know. She then said- this doesn't, this is stupid. Uh-huh. She goes like, there's somebody around him with an H name. Oh my God. This was ridiculous. This was so stupid. This was so stupid, but it was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> the first thing I thought of, because there's nobody. No. The short answer is there's nobody, um, was that we used to make fun. He like worked with somebody or something. He had awesome stories. Our yeah. dad had awesome stories. Yeah. And so he told the story about working with somebody and the point wasn't what her name was, mm-hmm. but he'd be like, so I was working with her. And well, we'd be like, kind- sorry, who? Well, it was kind of her name. I mean, that was a crazy name. It was a crazy name, but yeah. he was also like telling something yes, else it was, and she just it happened was kind to be of part incidental. of the story. Yeah. 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 And we would pounce all over the name. So we were trying to figure it out. This H name is definitely an H name he used to say. Yeah. And then I started to say like, powder mocker or something <laughs> and we all started laughing and like yeah. everyone around the table was like what the hell yeah they must they talking like, about what because Kristen and i just start cracking up together the two of us i'm like wasn't yeah. it powder mocker like yeah harriet powder mocker it, and it was like it was like 30 seconds later that Kristen caught it yeah it's hortense powder maker hortense powder maker <laughs> is a name that used to come up a lot around yes. richard rogers yes and so we started we were cracking up because we we're like yeah it's hortense powder maker this Powdermaker. insane name of a person that our dad knew decades ago yeah. by the way like before we were born yeah, way, yeah and uh but then kathy like again this could also be like really good yes anding this could be really good improv but she was like well i'll tell you what like did she say that like she has a a, a word with her a family member of hers that like will be like a key to say like it's really me from the great beyond. I don't remember how she phrased it, but she was like, "Well, that's a that's like a sign or that's a something." I don't that's know how something she that only it. you would know. Yeah, right. And something that only he would know. So now, granted, now she whatever... said H name, and we came up with Hortense Powdermaker. So fair. it's mostly on us. 
if if here's what's happening. If Kathy had said, "Who's Hortense Powdermaker?" I would have. I would have exploded. <laughs> I would have died. I don't think we've mentioned Hortense Powdermaker on a show. No, no, There's no I don't way. Think so. Why would we have? So it's like she couldn't have like slyly listened to our stuff to to come up with it to Hortense to get us now. She didn't even know we were coming tonight. No, but if she had come out with Hortense Powdermaker, yeah, we she's like, oh, it's you guys. Oh my god, I would yeah. immediately be the biggest believer in everything. I would lose it. I would believe in everything starting now. Well, William, that remember that other. That weird, oops, shouldn't say that, but that that tarot lady who I went to in Connecticut, and she said Richard Robert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty crazy. Come on. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, That's probably part also why dad was like rolling his eyes. Like, what are you doing here? He's probably like, Kristen. I already talked to you. Yeah, you keep doing this. Hey, could you leave me alone? <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy my retirement. I'm trying to get Netflix on this. Yeah. Oh, my God. This, like, tablet I got no, from QVC. that would be dad's hell, is that... No, dad, dad's not trying to figure out Netflix because that's not right for him. That's not heaven to him. That's he's, mostly if I go to hell. Yeah, he's losing his passwords. He's If yeah. I go to hell, dad's asking me to fix his passwords and rewire his sound system. Yeah, right. That's what's right. going on no, that's, for me. So actually, maybe that's his heaven. It is heaven. Yeah. Every tablet he buys works. Yeah. And it was a great deal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All like eight of them for All no reason. eight of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, honestly, from there, I don't think there was anything else that was like really for us. With, um. Well- with with dad's because we started to pivot away. She started to say, "Who is Kelly or something like oh, that?" Oh, Kim. Kim. Who is Kim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we started to be like Karen because of yeah, because K. Yeah, and but she was then like... she was like, "No, it's a one syllable mm-hmm. sh- short name, Kip Red." Right. Yep. <laughs> um, and so then it sort of like started to move away from right. us. Right. Um, but then I started to think our mom Kathy, who would be Kath, mm. and then she started talking about how that person's mother's name is maybe like a Maggie or a Margaret. Uh-huh. And I was like, our grandmother's name is was Marjorie. You no, know, I didn't And the K short name was Kath. I didn't think of that, the K short name being Kath. But it had moved away from us and so other people right. started having experiences. Right. But I was sort of thinking like I wonder if in the spirit world dad is like, you idiots. Yeah, I tried. Try it. Yeah. You didn't get it. There were other things about dad that she hit on that, again, of course, you could guess or whatever. But the weight loss thing, she asked if he had been intubated. Yep. Um, Yeah, And he had been. Yeah. She said something about uh, probably our mother sort of like really like guarding his dignity at the time. Um, And that like there was like an injury that was a real vulnerability and kind of he was embarrassed about it. I think I know about that. I know about it. Yeah. 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 But uh, she like protected him. Right. Through it to to, like make sure that he still had his dignity. Yeah. Which is that they were actually happened. Yeah, totally. And that they were real um, partners, which, again, I know that sounds vague and just nice and whatever. But like she was talking about in conjunction with our mom kind of protecting his dignity in that way. Yeah. Yeah. And almost like a she didn't say this, but almost like a team matey kind of way. Like, I got you, whatever. So, I don't know. In that context, it felt more specific. I did like it. Yeah. She, oh, the one big thing, uh, uh, it's big or small depending on how you look at it. Yeah. But, like, uh, along with the thing that she said about it happening all of a sudden, even mm-hmm. though it took a long time, mm-hmm. uh, was that uh, her energy that she got from him was like, I never oh, thought this would happen to me. Yes. I, yes. I never thought that this could happen to me. Yes. And our dad used to constantly, oh. constantly put off seeking healthcare for stuff. Yes. Um put off like therapy whatever and it was all it would always come back to him mm-hmm. going like 
you know, I thought it was Superman. I thought it was, yep, you know, he I always said that. None of this yeah. stuff ever used to happen to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to, like, he had a really hard time coping with the fact that he was like an 81 year old man. Yeah. And so he would really be like, yeah, when I was young, like, I could do anything. Like, nothing would happen. Right. Be to like, me. but you're not. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to roll with the punches, man. Yeah, right. and get with the times. Yeah. But for her to say that, like, I know. This energy was like, I, I just didn't think this I would didn't happen. Think I, like, she was like, he didn't think he was going to die. Yeah. He was kind of surprised. It's like, like, I'll get through this. Yeah, right. And, and that definitely was a thing. Which is also like, hey, spirit of Richard Rogers out there. Yeah. You still got to get with the times, dude. Yeah. You die. I don't know why you're surprised by this. It happened. It now. happened. I know you think you're I Superman. I feel like you're going to be talking to him saying this. Yeah, exactly. It makes you feel a bit more real. Like, yes. It happened. It I don't happened. Know what you're talking about. You Why dig are that? you still like this or whatever? She also asked if he had a sister, which he did, yes. yeah. and said she was seeing our mom and the sister very right. together. Yes, I love that. Which is a thing. They have lunch like every few weeks or something like that. I love that. So They're that very felt close. kind of right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was nice. It was nice. It was so surprising. Like, yeah. Listen to the way that we are telling the story about our personal experience. Right. And then, if you're a skeptic like me, discount the things of us that are emotionally connected. Yeah, right. And pay attention to the like the things that we're saying that were spot on. Yeah. A sudden illness that also took a long time to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, saying that you feel like this would never have happened to you. Mm-hmm. Not wanting to take up everyone's time with this. Wait, wishing that you could still be around while everyone's talking and everything. And listening specifically. Specifically you could just listening. Listen. Calling me Bill. Like, I'm not saying that these things are concrete evidence. But there's something. But they were really, they felt, I'm, I was like pretty blown away. Yeah. They were, they felt like really sort of like special. They did. And they felt, I think it's objectively kind of specific. I'm sure you could poke holes, but like, I don't know. Some of that stuff is like. And of course you could poke holes. Yeah. All of this is poke hole-able. Of course. And like, ultimately, like, we went there tonight. Yeah. With the mindset of just like, well, we'll see what we get. Totally. One way or another, who the hell knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure, I was hoping for something rad to happen. Yeah. But I really didn't expect no anything on that level. Like, there were a few things in there that felt, whether they're true or not, mm-hmm. they felt meaningful. Yeah. And isn't that the same? Yeah, I know. We say that all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's the end result is the same. So how you got there. And I have to say, I think that, you know, I can't speak for them, obviously, but I have a feeling that a lot of people at the table, not everybody, but like, I don't think anybody came away from it, I would guess, feeling, I don't think everybody would feel worse. No, I don't think so either. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that there was anything, I don't know. I I found it kind of, I know, obviously, it's colored by my own experience and our own kind of like reading and come through it felt like kind of like a positive affirming I agree. sort of vibe i agree it was it's it's interesting there are a lot of people the guy the... next to me was talking about how it like really like solidified some things for him and kind of like validated some feelings that he had about something like yeah. i think people had some like nice experiences yeah i i completely agree i i i think it would be hard for me to really understand why somebody who's a hardline skeptic mm-hmm. somebody who's there to like really just sort of be like no yeah why you'd even end up at the table like why you'd buy the ticket you know what are you, what are you I doing think sometimes skeptic not everybody but i i think some skeptics want to be disproven maybe maybe when you're that pa- like talking about like a hardline skeptic like that when you're that passionate about something it's like a little unstable to me that stance i guess but like not always but like it's a little i don't know i really really like really overcompensating the, maybe the, or something the globe is round yeah but, like, are you going to, like, flat earth conferences and being like, listen, guys, 
Right. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's a little, it's a, that'd be, it's a little strange. It's yeah. a little not grounded, that it's kind of energy. It's a little not grounded, you know? right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. No, well, ultimately, I'm left personally with the feeling of what does this mean for me? Yeah, I get am that. Am I walking away I as that. a believer? Mm-hmm. Or am I walking away as uh, the same old uh, uh, skeptic who would like to believe? Yeah. And I think I'm still walking away as the skeptic who would like to believe. Yeah. There are things in there that the 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 real problem is that like as as profound as some of that information was mm-hmm. it doesn't work the same way as proof right you know it's funny it still feels surreal and not in the way that i'm like yeah. it's so rocking my mind like i know that that happened and everything but it's still it's still it's still it hits my head as that was cool yeah that was cool and really like fun and like it matched up to some of what i want to believe I think it really matched up very well to a lot of our experience. Yeah. And a lot of dad's experience. That's true. Like That's I true. but the funny thing is I can say that and say like it seems semi-proofy, but that still even to me doesn't doesn't really land. It still doesn't really feel proofy. I know. It's just I don't know. Like I don't do know. we believe it's funny. Like it, yeah. surreal is the right thing. Cuz like mm-hmm. do we really believe that our father mm-hmm. who has been dead now for 3 plus years. Yeah. Do we think that we made contact with him tonight? I guess I I Yes, I do, but at the same time, I'm saying I guess. It seems that way, but it's still, I, I can't fully integrate it. Right. I have a lot of dreams about him. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll just have dreams that, like, he all of a sudden just shows up at the house. I'm like, uh-huh. what the hell are you doing here? Yeah. But, like, in the dream, I'm not like, you died. In the dream, I'm right. like, I just don't understand why you're here. Uh-huh. How, how, how are you here? Like, in the dream, I'm having a hard time yeah. confronting the idea that he's around. And then we go do whatever the hell we were going to do. A lot of the times, it's mundane. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh, and in those dreams, the, the feeling I get is really like being around dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I kind of got that feeling from this. Yeah. So it's almost pinging like a dream like state yeah. for me, but I don't know that I connect that as being like, yeah, I actually spoke to dad. Right. If I did, mm-hmm. Hey man, that was cool. Yeah, totally. And like, yeah, thank you for putting on a little show yeah. even when you felt like you didn't want to gobble up everyone's time. Yeah. Go chill. Mm-hmm. And if it didn't really happen, boy, that was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think really that's enjoyed a good... myself. Yeah. That's, and I'm comfortable with either. Honestly, yeah. I can't get an answer either way. No. So, so good, I'm going to walk so good away. good thing you're comfortable with either, you know? Yeah. I'm maybe, walk maybe that's away. hard for some people. I don't know. I'm a celebratory skeptic. Hey, you I know like what? that. I really enjoy it all. I really have a hard time actually like saying that. that I believe it. Yeah, sure. But man, was that fun. Yeah. That was really, really fun. That's great. Well, you know what? I think probably let's leave it there. Let's leave it there. That's really nice. Yeah, everybody. Well, thanks uh, for doing that with me, Will. That was a nice Thank you for experience. doing that with me. That was a great idea, Chrissy. Yeah. Um, real personal show, gang. Yeah, my God. Do you feel like you learned a lot about us now? Yeah, I feel. I really do. F- well, whatever. I feel yeah. a little embarrassed, but whatever. Do you feel embarrassed? I, like a little bit. You know. <sighs> Why? Why should you? I don't know. Just a little bit. You I know, I'm talking you... about casting circles with my mind and stuff. Um, <laughs> I talk about wizards whispering. <laughs> To me, and you know, invite. Hey, write a show about Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Don't pass it on. And then they walk over to Brian Fuller and yeah. tell him the same thing. <laughs> ass, horse's ass. Did a beautiful job. Um, he did. It's a hell of a show. It's better than what I was planning to do. Yeah. Um, They're just different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Yeah. Uh, we hope that you had a good time. We hope you had a, a real weird time. Yeah, I feel absolutely. very confident that he had a weirder time than usual. Yeah, I would think. 
Um, if you enjoy Guide to the Unknown, once again, uh, I really urge you to go follow at GTTUPod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We post a lot of stuff about updates on things that we're doing, mm-hmm. uh, cool stuff for you to check out. Um, and you can get a whole bunch more of us. Yeah. Um, also, go check out facebook.com slash groups slash pod so you can chat with other like-minded people uh, about the show or about really anything else. Yeah. In the anything world. Anything in, yeah, in, in the realm of things that are unusual or spooky. Share your we own discoveries in there. Yeah, by all means. Um, you can hit up our brand new merch store by going mm. to tpublic.com slash user slash pod so you can get a shirt. You can get a pin. You can get a mug. Yeah. Drink out of Guide to the Unknown. <laughs> Drink full and descend. Nice. Uh, and as always, if you go to patreon.com slash pod and you back us on the Netherworld Warrior level starting at $4 a month, you're going to get access to a bunch of additional material from us. Extra shows that are only for our supporters on Patreon. Uh, we've done EVPs where mm-hmm. we're listening and trying to decode. Kristen and I have sat down with a Ouija board before and tried to contact the dead a different time yeah. in our lives. We've talked about movies. We even just upload stuff over there just when it happens to come to mind. Totally. You get a sort of inside peek at mm-hmm. future developments over there. So definitely hit up patreon.com slash pod if you enjoy what you're hearing, but you need, need more. Yeah. You can also give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, uh, or just spread the word to your friends we really rely on all of you out there to help uh boost our profile let other people know that this is a show that they might enjoy uh and good reviews from you really make the case and we love reading them so please consider doing that um beyond that if you'd like you can talk to Kristen or myself online that's right you can follow me at chillin Kristen on instagram and twitter and i oh boy am the myth traveler So thank you all so much for hanging out with us on a little excursion outside of the basement to the spooky world of the beyond. We'll be back next week for more tantalizing tales, but until that time comes, we must meet me travel. Fire her up. Back to the netherworld, go we. Do you still feel uh, embarrassed? I think, I feel like like we should be empowered. Yeah, like not really, not really, but just like, I really, you know. There's some vulnerable things in there. Yeah. Which makes sense. We've never done a seance before. Yeah, totally. And, like, we got people told us things that are personal to us. Yeah. At the seance. Yeah. If we're talking about the seance, we're sharing personal I know. stuff. I know. We're being honest. Like an exposed nerve. Yeah. But maybe we'll be well, more fortified. Well, but you do it for a little bit, but that... then you, you grow scar tissue. You're... I don't know. Did that guy from 127 Minutes grow scar tissue from his exposed nerve? I don't know. Well, he must or, have, right? 127 hours, right? Yeah, 127 minutes would that bad. That's two hours, two hours and, seven and seven minutes. minutes. That's not so bad. <laughs> I could sit in a hole for two hours. <laughs> oh, easy. <laughs> easy. <laughs>